If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is season, season three, three of, of Better, Better Let, Let Me Tell, Tell You. Around the party machine with Nia Peoples. Oh, Nia Peoples. After the Arsenio Hall show. Is the party machine still going? Is Arsenio <laughs> Hall still going? Somewhere, I believe he is. In, so, in some dimension, in, in Arsenio some... Hall <laughs> is still going. Arsenio! <laughs> Hall! And now that you have blown out the eardrums of our listeners... Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Actually, you know what? Welcome back. You know Welcome what? Welcome back. Welcome we, no. back. We should not be using other theme songs because we have our own now. Yes. Did everybody we listen to our, our awesome own. new theme song? Yes, starting episode 94 with our very own theme song, actually, by Michelangelo Lamlaplex. He is not only has he done vocals for Paulina, Shayang, Enrique, people so famous they need no last names. Did he tour with her on the Power World tour? He didn't tour with her, but he also he also uh, wrote music a uh, song for Shayang. Oh and wow! Yeah, so I mean he's worked with some big people, and, and now us. And now, but let me of, tell you, now, of, tell of you. course, it's a natural progression <laughs> exactly. that when you work with Paulina and Shayang, then the, you work with. Pero then let me you tell work you. with us, and then after us, it's Celine Dion. Of course. Well, that's like, just how it goes. Where else do you go from where, here? Exactly. And so our the, I'm going to say our name of our theme song. Our theme song has a name. He mm-hmm. told me it's called Pero Let Me Freestyle. I love it. Which is awesome. So yeah. we have a theme song and it has a name. ¿Quién nos iba a decir a nosotros 94 episodes back? <laughs> okay, we would have a theme you know, song. That we would have our own theme song. Who knew? You know, created by like a legit music producer. I know. Like... <laughs> 
And here we were trying to come up, you know, with a little Casio keyboard, like that went down the little pre-recorded little beats. Dun, 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 dun. Like, you know, I was, can that be our, or the mi- MIDI files. The Remember MIDI files. The, mi- the MIDI files. So. Why did the Casios always include the sample of last Christmas? What? The mic? Casio didn't include that. Aww. Included a samba. Oh, the samba. I remember the samba. Yeah. yeah. So welcome back, everybody. <laughs> season three, what episode 94. I can't believe it's season it's crazy. three. It's crazy to me. We've been doing this now. for It'll be three years now that we've been doing this. It's been 94 episodes. Technically, it's been like 97. Yeah, but we don't count the halves because then it gets... Right, and then there's the lost episodes. Then there's the lost episode. Like yeah. The Christmas episode that this is, year. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Again, before we start, uh, thank you so much to everybody who has supported us and everybody who has listened to us and everybody who's given feedback and people that continue to listen to us and and follow us. listeners. And yes, thank you so, so much. Uh, We wouldn't have a season three if it wasn't for you guys listening out there. So, um, and I also want to apologize because it was me who's bombarded our Instagram feed (laughs) in the last four days with, "Eh, pero let me tell you's back. advertising Don't yeah apologize. exactly Don't so sorry not sorry hashtag you know <laughs> demi lovato's performing on the, the, the grammys and the super bowl that's right you know so good year for demi lovato so yeah. everybody and, and it's gonna be a great year for us welcome back and as barbara would say this is 2020 <laughs> it never gets old it never, <laughs> it never, gets, never old. gets old so we are ecstatic to yes. be back with a new season yeah, we got some really cool stuff coming up both on air and you know if you're in the Miami area I mean, you're probably going to see us out and about a lot this year. Yes, we have a lot of exciting stuff. (laughs) Maybe we'll be going back to the West Coast for another series of episodes. Uh, Yes, yes. But, you know, every time that we would, when we went (laughs) West, I kept thinking of Fievel. I'm like, (laughs) remember Fievel goes West? Fievel goes West. Oh, the big old hat. It was so cute. But let me tell you, goes West again. So, yeah. So, it's great to be back. Hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. Yes. And uh, I would know, ask you how was your holiday, but we spent the holiday Most of the holiday together. together. <laughs> so, so, we genuinely like each other, people. I didn't like have a we, Christmas tree. The mold. The mold. The mold, the mold, the mold took the over mold your life. Is, the, the mold, the mold, mold took is over still taking my life in over 2020. But, <laughs> you know, we're not going to talk about mold. We're not going to talk about mold. So, we're not going to talk about the fungus among so us. So, let's talk about, let's talk about stuff we watched. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I know where you're going to start with. We need to start with Don't Fuck With Cats. Yes. I don't think anything was bigger at the end of last year and even still this, you know, beginning of this year than Don't Fuck With Cats. Listeners, did you... Well, first of all, did you watch Don't Fuck With Cats? Yes. Second of all, if you did watch us, if you did watch it... Give us your feedback yeah. on what you thought. And if you, you didn't, there will be spoilers probably that we're going to say. So just, Yeah, you but know. if you haven't watched it by now, it already peaked in the viral. No, but, <laughs> but, you know, spoiler warning, fair enough. I, I think so, so let me ask you something about Don't Fuck With Cats. Because I saw it before you did, right? Yeah, like about a week right, or so. Yeah. Right. When you saw it, did you think it was about cats? Yes. Because I did too. I knew that. I knew I there knew, was a twist, but I didn't I know what knew, the twist was. I, I didn't even know there was a twist. Well, because I saw the trailer. I knew. I saw that had gone viral because mm. people on Instagram, like on my personal Instagram especially, kept posting like stuff about don't fuck with cats. Like mm. the picture of the, of the, of like the cover of, you know, the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it because it's gone viral. Right. So I legit watched it <laughs> thinking. thinking that this was a video to um about you know cat abuse okay what i did not know that it was a narcissist homage pretty much to sharon uh, stone, <laughs> sharon stone? 
It's 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 a. I mean, that's know, really what it's about, isn't it? It is all about Sharon Stone, it's quite all- frankly. At the end of the day, it's about Sharon Stone in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all it's about. No, if it's we, funny because when I would talk to people, nothing. When I would talk to people about it, I'm like. You know who hadn't seen it? Right, right. Like my father. That's not something that my father would usually watch. And yeah, I told, your dad I told probably my, wouldn't my pick dad up watched it. it and he loved every no, moment. No, but of I it. couldn't see your dad like picking up like from Lana. I'm like, Baba, tu tienes que escuchar esto. <laughs> okay, this has to do with a guy posting pic- videos torturing cats. And my dad's and like, Yo no quiero ver eso. That's what everybody says. And, and I'm like, But you gotta watch because somehow Justin Trudeau becomes involved in this. Lo que faltaba ahí fuera Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> if it would have gone a little bit further. <laughs> oh, she would have been all up oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what represents Canada more than Celine Dion? Poutine. No, I think Celine Dion. Then Poutine, more. really? Yeah. Degrassi? No, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Okay. Yeah, because Celine represents <laughs> the, the English and the French. It is true. Yeah. So what was the part of the documentary that like shocked you the most? Okay, because I knew there was a twist, but I didn't know what the twist was. So the part, like, I, and I actually, I watched the whole, the cat portion of it, like, through, you know, my hands. Like, I was like, no, no, I'm not going to watch it. The fact that he killed someone, videotaped it, and sent it just, like, as a giant, like, fuck you, find me now, bitches. Like, who the fuck does that? <laughs> Who does that? A narcissist. <laughs> well, you know what? Luca Magnotti. Let me that's tell you who does something. it. And I have a psychology background. Yeah. And people, narcissism has been one of these um, mental illnesses. If you, mm-hmm. it is a mental illness, but it's, it's been one of these right? terms. Like, yeah, it's it's been one of these terms that. Um, you know, has been linked to like, you know, oh, you think you're cute, you think you're pretty, pretty right. much on a vanity smurf. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh no, is that what he did to Azrael? Tu eres presumido. Oh, you know, right. you think you're better than everybody else, you're a narcissist. But the problem with narcissism is that narcissism, most of the worst dictators and worst people in history have been narcissists because they like the attention. They like the attention and they think that the world revolves around them. Right. And it's that that self-glorification and that like um you know attention from people that they crave because like for example this guy Luca Magnata he could have gone away with this murder without a problem but he gave himself he kind of gave himself he in, gave in a himself way. up he gave them breadcrumbs but he gave enough right I, I mean, mean don't you think it's great that when they caught him he was looking at pictures of himself that's so fuck he was checking Interpol. To see if they were covering the crime he had committed. Yeah. Who does that? And the, and, and, and the crime, because he like killed this guy. He dismembered his body. And there was video of him. I mean, there was video of him with playing with the guy's head in the tub. I mean, maybe tanta cosa. Like, the, your listener discretion advice. When the, when, the, <laughs> when, the poli- when the head of the police. Like as she's, t- I mean, this is somebody who has seen her fair share of crimes. <laughs> when she is talking about the video... She starts crying. Okay. She starts crying. And it's and it's true because if you think about it, like, you know, by the time cops get to the crime scene, it's done. Yeah. You know, ya pasó lo que va a pasar. But she is seeing this happening. And this guy had no remorse. Also, can we talk about his crazy fucking mother? Oh, well, I mean, look, she's in denial that her son is a serial no, killer. No, 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 Bubble. Denial is one thing. <laughs> and then there's this And then there's denial. this woman. <laughs> I mean, Manny did it. Manny, she's always talking about Manny. I, I'll tell you all, when she started talking about Manny. I will tell you off when we were recording. The first thing I thought of, what, what, what I, 
<laughs> Not that there's anything <laughs> funny about this, but sometimes you gotta laugh at the perversion of it all. You have you know? to. Yeah. How when the, si no te ríe, the in Montreal, right? The the lady, the head. Um, um, the, the head of police the, the head in, in investigator the homicide in, why couldn't I think of the word the homicide investigator how she's like you know we looked in the trash and we found a t-shirt we found identification we found some uh, bed sheets we found a comforter we found a dead puppy like she she like so Jack, nonchalantly Jack, you know, was like, like we found a puppy like if I find a dead puppy in the trash, I'll be like, "Oh my god, dead puppy!" Well, we well we know we know how I react when puppies are being abused. Yeah, well, well yes, um, but she was a oh, we found a dead puppy, but actually, <laughs> so obviously the end was a shock for me, but what what I thought was kind of fucked up but funny at the same time because this is so. I mean, yes, he's a narcissist and he's in, crazy in and the, he's a serial yeah. killer. Um, but this is so like it's such a manifestation of the world we live in, you know, because of social media right. and Instagram. Is when they found that all the pictures of him jet setting around the world were, were fake, fake. That he had photoshopped his face and not even well. But somehow people bought it, and he had all these fan sites. But it's because we're so overindulged with with content that we don't stop to really look at it. Yeah. Oh, he's in London. Oh, he's so. Whatever. What I thought was great was so for the people who have not seen, uh, don't fuck with cat. I know we're giving some spoilers away, but it's still it doesn't matter. It's still worth watching. It doesn't matter, it's even if you so know what well the, the end is, because. You're literally going to go on a roller coaster ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, the part where he sent her the video <gasps> of her casino. Oh, my God. I got scared. I would have taken a shit. I, I got scared. I would have freaking moved to the Arctic Circle. Like, <laughs> I would have. Like, I was like, oh, no. Luca Magnata has found me. <laughs> no. Like, which run. Is, which is weird because he never explained how he did that. But basically, the whole premise of the, of the documentary, and this went like viral in December, yeah. but I feel things go viral now and then two weeks later, yeah, yeah it's yeah. done and over with. But it's still worth watching. Um, so much so that we decided for our premiere episode <laughs> of season three to talk about, talk about it. it. You've mentioned narcissism. Yeah. And I actually wanted to bring this up. I had mentioned it to you the other day in passing, and then I was like, no, 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 I want to bring it for the show. Have you seen Equinox's latest ad? No, because I really don't care for Equinox. So Neither. they're one of these things that like <laughs> when it's on, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't either. I I, I think it's caropo gusto. Bueno, you go to the the complete opposite of Equinox. You go to UFIT. I go to UFIT. I pay $20 a month and I can go to any location I want. Y total son la misma máquina that they have at Equinox. Right. Okay, and you have the fancier membership because if you go to the one UFIT, you pay 10 10 exactly. Yeah. yeah, I expanded when I started working yeah. farther. When I worked aquí a tres cuadras from my house, yeah. I had the $10 yeah. one. Of course. Shit. But um, no. In their new ad... um. Equinox is urging you to be more like Narcissus. Now, for those of you who don't know, Narcissus is the Greek mythology, essentially, the Greek myth of, you know, the person Narcissus who fell in love with his own reflection. And so, you know, he was cursed by the gods and so forth, so on and so forth. Now, they're saying that it's a tongue-in-cheek thing, but it's basically that they're saying that his most selfless act of all was being, you know, in shape for the world. 
I find this to be, I don't care how provocative or tongue-in-cheek or, you know, clearly it's a joke and blah, 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 they say it is. The fact of the matter is that in this day and age when you've got people who are, you know, we've got Instagram basically saying, oh, we're going to remove likes from people's pictures because it's becoming a problem. You've got your Luca Magnatas, you've got, you know, your Aaron Hernandez's who think they can get away with these types of things. En qué cabeza entra that you're going to create an entire spot extolling the values of being so involved with yourself to the extent of, you know, everything else? Well, I mean, that just wouldn't surprise me from a company that um, their basic gym membership is like, what, $100, $120? Uh, probably. Um, and again, I'm not saying you shouldn't care how about your appearance and how you look. I mean, you know... You want to feel good about yourself. You want to go to the gym and you want to, you know, you want to, you know, look nice and what have you. But there's that. But, well, but to your point, narcissism is not that. Well, narcissism. So here's my first answer to that. <laughs> today I could use, oh, wow. Today I could use my psych background, oh my which I'm not doing law today. We're not doing <laughs> law today. I could use, I could use my, my lost degree, my, my psych degree. Um, yeah. Well, so I'm gonna, before you get into that, sorry, I want to read to you something that the, um, the creative directors of the ad agency that created it said in response to this. Narcissus is the wellspring of fabled self-obsession. So it felt like it would be fun to take this old myth and play with it. What if the Greeks had gotten this one wrong? With all we know now, maybe self-love isn't such a bad thing. So I would answer in the following way. I wouldn't even go Greek. Yeah, here's here's one um, of the, the print ads. Make yourself I, a gift I, to the world. I, I wouldn't even go Greek on this. I would direct them to the DSM-5, <laughs> which and is... what is that? The, well, in terms of psychiatry... Okay. Right and mental disorders. It's a diagnostical and statistical manual of mental disorders. Like this is pretty much the Bible when you study mental disorders and you know okay. psychiatry. That um, <clears throat> this is pretty much again with psychiatry and psychology. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much the Bible of mental disorders. D okay. The DSM. There's like the DSM three, the DSM five. You and know, this is what's constantly being like updated with. Right. Okay. Right. And narcissism is in there. So oh, wow. narcissism is a mental disorder, right? So it's no joking matter. I'm assuming it's probably associated with like sociopathy and things like that. Yeah, I, I think it falls under category B um, okay. of mental disorders. I, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. But it is in the DSM. And again, okay. the DSM for anything, both in psychology and psychiatry, um, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like the Bible okay. of that. Because that is where professionals look. Uh, where mental disorders are, all types of mental disorders are are labeled and explained, and mm -hmm. you find research and all that. And narcissism is a mental disorder. So I would suggest to whoever came up with that campaign, <laughs> Droga you know, you know, again, it's like well, we we've said in so many episodes mm -hmm. in seasons one and three and one and two. Um, <laughs> You know, people don't know. People don't know and they make decisions and do things where, where they're uninformed. And so many times you and I joke around here, like especially for an ad campaign or a promotional right. campaign, that it's like, okay, how many people were in that room? Didn't anybody say, hey, um, are we really going to go down the road of narcissism? Because that's like a legit mental disorder. Right. Like, and, and people are saying now more than ever that people are way too self-involved. Right. And, so, and again, what I mentioned in our earlier discussion, yeah. um, 
we have known that there have been dictators and you know horrible sadists and stuff that have been narcissists because they right. they portrayed it's, textbook classic right. narcissistic. It's behavior. almost the crux of right. Of, so, I mean, look, I'm not surprised because these are the type of things that happen nowadays, and I'm certainly not surprised. I just, I'm sorry. When I talk about Equinox, I just can't take it seriously. Have you ever been to an Equinox? I don't think I have. I have. Okay. I've been to the Equinox in um, the Four Seasons on Brickle. Oh, so you just went the full-scale, full-tilt so, bougie. I was like, okay, you know, don't knock until you try it. Right. Because if I am paying 120 actually, it's between $120 and $150 mm. a month. It's not cheap at all. No. Okay. And again, that's same like equipment. that's like car insurance. <laughs> that's like your light bill, you know? Like my god, no, my light bill is like $30. That's like an entrance to the Magic Kingdom nowadays. Yes. Okay, there okay. we go. Okay. There we I go. don't know about you, but I'd rather go to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, hell yeah, then But anyway, uh, I was like, well, you know, maybe like this is like a super enhanced experience. Right, right, right. And, there, you there, know, there's something to the machine. You know, or... and like it comes with like a personal trainer. And, right. And, you know, they have like. What's the perk? It right. includes like massages and, you know, like a spa. Mina. It's it's very well kept. The one in Brickle overlooks Brickle Avenue. So okay. it's very nice. Um. You know, it's the lighting is nicer. They give you the com- they give you complimentary rolled up little towels. You know the pretty little rolled yeah, up towels yeah. they put in a spa. Okay, but for the that same- much money, I expect origami. Right. Um, but you know what? They use the same life cycle brand that As everybody else. everybody else uses. Yeah, the weights still weigh the same amount. It, it, oh, the fifty pound weights still weigh fifty pounds. <laughs> they still weigh fifty pounds. Okay, okay. You still have to get on the treadmill and run. You and still, you still have, have to. to you, you still have to hunt for the weights. You, Oh, and that's another thing. That's another thing. <laughs> I've been to that one twice. Okay. Si tu me dices, bueno. They have a guarantee that when I'm looking for that 45-pound right, dumbbell, right, right. that be- that shit better be there, right. and it better be in order where it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. They have them. They the same problem as everybody else. Uh, yes. Look, yeah, there are more people on the floor to like put them back right, and all that right, stuff. Right. Um, but people still leave them on the floor. You still have to like go find the weight that you want. It's not like you're like... Garçon, garçon, <laughs> bring me the 45-pound weight. Yeah, momento, he's there with the weights, you know? No. I like that Equinox only has, like, French people French bringing people, you right? the weights. Right. And I'm like, que comeria. That's like your classic Miami, que comeria de mierda. Que Except it's mierda. not just Miami. No, I know it's around Except, town, but, no, 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 but, no, but, no, but in, in Miami, when we're always talking the, about the, 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 the people that drive a BMW but live in inefficiency. Right, right, right. right. It, they also go to Equinox. Right, right. Because right. that way, when they take out their BMW key, the, the little Equinox, Equinox little card can, like. Yeah, yeah they, right. their, their fob is not. Right, you fit because why or, would you go to you fit? Or with heaven those, forbid, Planet Fitness. No, <laughs> you know, with those bright green lime, that lime colors. colors. Like, listen, for my twenty dollars a month, I can take guests. Because look, I don't. I'm the first one that will be more than happy to pay for an upgraded service or an upgraded. But it has to have an upgrade. But this, what like. Instead of you know fluorescent lighting at like that they have in most gyms here they have earth tones and like better lighting and I'm gonna have like pay like and again it's not like bueno you know um, a gym membership is thirty dollars here it's fifty bueno 
Right, right, right. Yeah, it's not a minimal increase. No, it's like three, four times as much. Yeah. So, so what? I, I mean, I. And as anybody but, who knows, who follows me on Instagram knows, the lighting at Planet uh, UFit is just fine for selfies. Mira, the lighting at Twenty Four Hour <laughs> Fitness where I go is terrible. It's it's all fluorescent lighting, and it's like that strong industrial oh. fluorescent lighting that I'm like, coño. It doesn't matter where I get. If I want to take a picture in here, I look washed out. Caballero, are you looking for a one-of-a-kind barbershop and spa experience for men in South Florida? Oh, then you're going to love Mankind Grooming Services. More than just barbershop services, Mankind Grooming offers five-star spa services, including a steam room in both of their South Florida locations. Not to mention the lounge area with a pool table and bar fully stocked with craft beer and fine wines. Mankind Grooming's Fort Lauderdale location has been open 15 years, and now they're also in the heart of Coral Gables. Caballero, I've been to the Coral Gables location, and no lie, it is probably the best cut and shave I've ever had. And the service, ni bayat ni hablar. Right now, all first-time clients can get 25% off any services. That's right, 25, 25%, mi gente. So if you're looking for a unique grooming or spa experience for yourself or that man in your life, you know, Valentine's Day is right around the corner, you definitely need to check out Mankind Grooming Services. Visit MankindForMen.com today for more information and, you know, tell them, pero let me tell you, sent you. Okay, how can we be recording our premiere episode? Okay. okay. Which is fake Friday, but Pedro Friday, everyone. That's right. How's everybody enjoying their commute? Their commute back <laughs> with us the first time you have a new episode in the new That's year. Right. Without t talking about the Arctic tundra that is Miami today. Oh my God. Be careful. What is that in the sky yeah. falling? It's an iguana. It's an iguana. It's like a chifla mono. We should, oh, we should go get churros and la, and, la, palma, and la, palma, la palma, la palma singular. La palma singular. Um, yeah, what's up with? I, I mean, I love, I love it. it. I love it. I love it. But it was, it was thirty eight degrees today. Okay, last night, <laughs> Jose fell asleep wearing his wearing socks, mm -hmm. his khakis, a shirt, and a sweater, and he was still cold. <laughs> But had he come from one of the business meetings at Mora game or because <laughs> we went, it was his brother's birthday, so we went over to his parents' house for dinner and then we came back and he was just like, I'm going, you know, we were, we were hanging out watching TV. And he's like, I'm going to bed. And he just was fully dressed. He, there was no transition. <laughs> and I'm like, but why don't you no no no, it's too cold. It's too cold. He todo eso. Se cubrió todo. He looked like a parka. No, because I got I gotta admit, you know, we're very exaggerated, and as we always say, you know, when it drops below sixty, it's a brick at the boots, yeah, right. But it was really no, no, cold. It was this cold. Morning. Like it, it was, was like legit 30, cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, so I was like, oh my god, Michigan, my Michigan years. I gotta mention Michigan in our premiere this season three episode. This uh, advertising New York City. Um, it reminds not now, me of but, New but New give, me, give, give me a moment. You know, it does remind me of though. That's worse than it's Sereno. Well, yes. Yeah. And if you're into Sereno, we are still selling our <laughs> Sereno Life t-shirts. As well as our Lechong Life. Oh, oh, actually, wait. That's something we need to thank everybody. That's true. Thank you, everybody who That's bought true. our Sereno t-shirts and our Lechong, Lechong Life, Life t-shirts. Yeah. And all We're of you still who, available. Shared it, who shared it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but that let was, me tell you, shop.com. That was a lot of fun. We have... More t-shirt ideas yep. to come. We're never going to be as big as Martha of Miami. But, and that's okay. But that's okay because that's, that's okay. her thing. We, and we love Martha. And nobody does it like Martha. Exactly. 
I feel like that should be her slogan. Nobody does. Not, 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 <laughs> nobody does it como Matica. Como Matica. No, no. She doesn't go by Matica. No, but that's that's her ni- niche. Yeah, that's her thing. Is it niche or niche? I guess it depends how French you are. <laughs> that's her niche niche. <laughs> and she's, a, you know, she's the best at it. So, but, um... But anyway, so thank you everybody who bought bought t-shirts. Yes, and yes. And if you like haven't that. bought yours yet, you can still, you know, we still have, so feel free. We still have and Valentine's Day is coming soon. And what get what how do you show love more than by telling your love about eating pig or warning them of the dangers of said animal? Of the killer mystical dew. Of the dew. killer mystical dew. I mean, if that's not love, I don't I don't know what is, quite frankly. Okay, so I want to talk about so we got, we're going to shift gears a little bit. Something I was hearing um, last week, and this is one of these topics that I love, love discussing on this podcast because, you know, at the end of the day, it's what we're all about. You know, the Hispanic, you know, Latin um, mm-hmm. experience and what makes us different, and you know, and and all that, and you know, for better or for worse, right? Right. So I was listening to a podcast of Katie Couric, and um, which I started listening to by the way because of you. Okay. Yeah. And um, but this is the first you're hearing of it. Well, no, no, but you had told me you're like, oh my god, this Katie Kirk, pro- right. and I'm like, so oh, I like Katie Kirk. They well, actually, I started listening to Katie Kirk's podcast because of you. Well, she had another one, well, and then that one went away. This is a new podcast that she's doing now with the new this one. It's a new. Okay, podcast. well, it still comes out in my same icon. <laughs> anyway, anyway, whatever. <laughs> she had an an episode where they talk about. Um, how kids are being radicalized now yeah. through the internet on, um, you know, to become alt left and to become part of these like white supremacist groups and so on and so forth. So I was very interested, you know, I am a parent and although my kid is six years old, well, um, you never know, you know, you, I guess, you know, evil doesn't know an age, I guess, exactly. you know, um, look at the omen. So <laughs> she started talking to this kid and the kid was very well spoken. I got to say, who at 13 years old, at 13, like I keep thinking 13. I was like in I was gonna say, sixth, seventh let, grade let, at 13. Let's stop and think what we were doing at 13. At 13. At 13, I was watching Saved by the Bell and Full House. In that order. No, Full House and Saved by the Bell. Full House was on TGIF. Saved by the Bell was Saturday mornings. Beda, beda. Right. Remember what aged you? What what would really age you when people would say like, "Oh, I watched Saved by the Bell when I got when I would get home from school," right. and I'm like, "Bitch, I watched Saved by the Bell well, on when Saturday morning. Saturday morning's first, first run, run on NBC. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that's why you're 20. And that's why I'm 20, <laughs> and you're 12. Anyway, whatever. So in the podcast, um, Katie interviewed this kid mm-hmm. who had become this like super white supremacist and. Right. And she started asking him, like, what happened? Right. And, you know, he was talking about how there was an incident in school that he pulled some prank on some girls and um, the prank went wrong and they they accused him, I, I believe. I don't think he said the exact term, but I think it was of some type of, like, sexual harassment okay. or sexual abuse. Harassment. Something of that mm-hmm. term, but sexual in nature. Okay. And even the girls said that it wasn't, but, like, the school completely handled it wrong and one thing led to another. And the point is they took him out of the school. Mm-hmm. And he was really unhappy and really, really bitter. And he kind of had the mindset of, like, well, if I got accused of sexual harassment or sexual abuse, in this case, and, and it I was a lie and right. I didn't do anything. So then that means that 
all these other cases where women are saying that they were raped or harassed or abused, the same thing happened. And that kind of fueled his anger. Okay. One thing leads to another. He goes on Reddit sites and he starts coming. Reddit is Twitter's evil cousin. He starts coming up, coming across all these like um, forums and Mm -hmm. boards, comment boards of people that are like racist and Mm alt-right and um, white supremacists. Right. So what's really interesting about his case is that he's Jewish. <laughs> and a lot of these, you know, you know, a lot of this alt-right. Ooh, conflict you know, of interest much? One, one of their biggest agendas is to eradicate okay. the, the, you know, the, the, the Jews. Israel. Yeah. You know, pretty much yeah. Jews. What was it? Jews will not replace us. That's not what they chant. With oh, their that's teachings. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jews will yeah. not replace, replace us. us. Which at first I thought they said, you will not replace <laughs> us. I'm like, who's the you they're talking about? Lambs. Right? But no. <laughs> Mariah fans. <laughs> Um, but they were saying Jews. Anyway, so what? whatever. And Katie was like, oh, but you're Jewish. And he's like, I know. Whatever, whatever. So he was talking about um, he became a moderator in one of wow. these Reddit sites. So that gave him a certain amount so of power. So he was legit. Yes. Like, so then, you know, he came from a very progressive and liberal household. Mm-hmm. And during di- you know dinner, he would have dinner with his parents. You know, right. he was 13. Right. <laughs> Um, he would, you know, the, the, he would start talking to his parents and that's when like the debate would happen and right, his parents right. are like, what's going on with you? So on right. and so forth. So the parents already started noticing. So the parents uh, were involved. Uh, 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 yes. It, it's, he came, it's not like he, a, he came were, from okay. a very stable okay. home. The parents were, uh, I think, upper middle class or okay. the parents were fine. They had like careers. They had like a good home, a good but house. they were involved in their child's they, life. They were progressive. Okay. They were, you know, liberals. They were Jewish, you know. The whole night. Uh, right. Because a lot of times when you think of these like people that turn out left, you think of like this white trash that's growing up in like the trailer park. Right. The you parents know, are never home. And the parents and, are never home right, in the right, middle right, of drugs. Right. There's and, no guidance. You know, whatever. Right, right, right. This was, does, did not seem to be the case. So, you know, during the dinner table, the parents started having like they noticed that like his views had become very like uh, not only angry, but mm-hmm. they had become radical. Like, radical. Like yeah. he was radicalized. Mm-hmm. And his parents didn't understand why. Mm-hmm. So Katie actually, Katie uh, interviews the mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is the, where I'm getting to. Okay. So Katie asks the mom, okay, you know, you, you started noticing that he had become radicalized. Yeah. You know, dinners became like a debate, you know, okay. so on and so forth. And, you know, he got, he became radicalized from these like um, Reddit sites. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, he did uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And how long was he spending on these Reddit sites right. or on the internet every night? Oh, you know, he'd get home from school and then he'd go on the internet. Then we'd go to dinner. You know, we'd have dinner and then he'd go back on the internet. So he was spending like six, seven, eight hours a night. Cuño. And Katie was like, okay. Um, and didn't you like want to stop it? She's like, yeah. The thing, Katie, is that we respect our son's privacy, and we respect him. You know, privacy. You know, privacy. We, we respect his ability to be himself and come up with our his own thoughts. And <laughs> it's hard to say this with a straight face. And, you know, we respect <laughs> him. You know, to have his own thoughts, and even if we disagree with his thoughts, right. I'm like, are these people from fucking Seattle? Like. <laughs> Like, are these like progressive, like, like upper, hippies in a like, commune? Uh, yes, from yeah. Seattle. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. No offense to the people of Seattle. We love people from Seattle. We love Starbucks. You know, Princess Cruises, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, 
uh, Amazon. We love Amazon. That's right. You know? That's right. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, come on the show. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah, because you know we respect his privacy, and you know we respect the person that he is, even if we uh, don't agree with it. So yeah, no, I didn't barge in his room because like it's his room and it's his privacy, and you know he would have the door locked, and I was like. Yeah, that moment, the podcast, the interview did not become about white supremacy. It was about I'm like it was about espera un momentico. Can, can we can we say this at this point? It became about white nonsense. It became about white nonsense. Okay. I'm uh, like espera un momentico, espera tu. Tú sabes que el hijo tuyo se convirtió, se está convirtiendo en tremendo racista. Right, porque todavía que tú me digas que tú no sabes. Okay. Right. El chiquito se está metiendo como ocho horas en la computadora y tú lo sabes, okay? Tú lo sabes y tú estás ahí sentada. No porque yo respeto la privacidad. Let privacy me tell you my something. ass. Privacy okay, my ass. Okay, let me tell you something. Privacy my ass. Till this day, my father does not open the door when he walks into any room in my house. Does it knock? Some, he, doesn't, he doesn't knock. Knocking in doors in my household growing up, that did not exist. You might as well have had saloon doors. You've been to my house. Yes. There's a lot of people in my parents' house. That's you know, true. In the house any next given door. Day. Any on given any day. given day. Knocking on my door? Are you kidding me? If I ever locked the door <laughs> of my room, I'd be like, Daddy Yang. It'll be like, my father would go, my mom or my dad would go shouting, Daddy Yang. <laughs> And if my parents knew, they would first of all kick my ass y la computadora la tiraban en un canal. And they would take, Hasht- the, they would take the door off the hinges. Yeah, yes. Hashtag growing up, growing Hispanic. up Hispanic. So that's the difference between this kid in this interview and the mom's like, no, he respects his privacy. So no, even no, though no. he was becoming a radical, oh, all super, racist, super racist, you know, that was going to have the swastika sign on him, even though he was Jewish, you know, <laughs> we respect the man that he was going to be because, you know, he has to be himself. It's like, no. girl, have you gone to a Hispanic household? They would have like... El piñazo que hubieran metido a ese chiquito. Es lo menos. And like, I was like, I kept listening to it. I'm like, no puedo. Like, no puedo. No puedo con esto. I, I became like super ghetto Cuban. I'm like, no puedo. No pu-. Gertrude Bro, lost all credibility. Get privacy, get privacy. Like, <laughs> have you been to a Latin household? Like, my dad's like, tú quieres racismo, vete pa' Cuba. Vete pa' Cuba. That's the answer for everything. That's the answer, That's the answer for everything. everything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> A pasar trabajo oh, en Cuba. Uh-huh, en Cuba. ¿Tú quieres pasar trabajo? Vete para Cuba. Racismo, vete para But Cuba. But it's incredible to me how that, among, I guess, non-Hispanic parents, that's such a, something it, that is it, so... What struck me as odd was that this was a Jewish household. Because you do hear, you know, usually Jewish mothers are very doting. Mm-hmm. You know, están metido en todo. But these were like younger, progressive people. But still, people. I mean, and especially, you know, I would assume, you know, a Jewish... Again, being Jewish... You are to to an extent you're you're you know you grow up being raised, understanding what happened with the Holocaust and you know how this can start and blah 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 blah. So I would think that they yeah, would be I a think, little more. A but little I think these people attuned. were white first. Oh, they were white before they were Jewish. Yeah, I think they were white before they were Jewish. And you don't you don't know. I mean, especially. I know a lot of Jewish people who are culturally Jewish, but they're not religiously Jewish. Even if you're culturally Jewish, you know about the you know about right, what you, right, but but, but they're white, you know, and they 
I mean, that's how they raise their kids. Yes, they are Jewish. I, I mean, I guess there's some people because I would just say I would think that would be a sore spot. Like even if you want to let them become the person because you're talking to be, you're talking about like the typical like old school like Jewish grandmother that right, like, like Morty, come have the matzo yes, ball. Right. right. No, these people you could tell that they were not them. These yeah, but were, I'm not even talking about that. What I'm saying is like again, I feel like you know the Jewish culture. Because I mean, regardless, these people these were white people. Okay, well, regardless. But, but you know what I'm saying, metraña because it's like I mean, no metraña. I mean, I no metra, I mean, no metraña because again these were young progress i mean i i i'm to me the jude the judaism part is a side issue in this specific mm -hmm. case it's that the kid was so radicalized that he himself being jewish he didn't, didn't care matter. like it didn't matter the point is that his parents are so like new wave white you know that new it's like white. that it's that like, sounds like a crayola color that it's like no we respect our son's privacy well the kid ended up going to the alt-right um, the all right uh, like parade, parade in DC, oh, right? Wow. And when he went, it's the first time he saw these people in person that he's like, wait, 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 wait. Oh. What did I sign up for? These people are fucking crazy. And that's what made him snap out of it. But then you got to listen to the mom. Well, you know, because Katie's like, how did you take him to that? Right. You know, again, he's 13. And thankfully, in a way, thanks to that, right. it worked out because he saw what loons they were. But I wouldn't have taken him to that Fuck if no. that's my kid. And Katie was like, "Okay, but how did you take him to that?" You know, she's like, "No, you know, it took a lot of convincing because the thing is that you know, even though I disagree with him, you know, like I want my son to know that I support him no matter what." I'm no, like, what? no, no. I'm like, Let me tell you no, something. You do not support Let racism. Let me tell you something. If I walk into any of my relatives' house, going pulo de che, exacta llego. There will be bombs heard around the world because they will not only they will they kill me. I ran okay? <laughs> Yes, yes, because you don't accept that bullshit in a Latin household. Right. You don't right. respect your opinion. Opinion? No, 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 no. You can have all the opinions you want in the street. That's why, like, when I was listening to this, I'm like, hashtag growing up Hispanic. We don't knock on doors, nor respect each other's privacy, privacy. or opinions of adolescents. Like, no. <laughs> You can have all the opinions I'm, you want outside the house. I mean, for God's sake, I live at war with now. my family because I'm a Democrat. Can you imagine? <laughs> at 13? Can you imagine? Because I'm a Democrat. Can you imagine <laughs> if I would like, I don't know, be an alt-right, well, an alt-right person or like a communist? Like, a communist. A communist. Yeah, a communist, communist, communist. Yeah, because yeah. at the end it's all about communists. Right, right, right. You know? Right. That's insane yeah. to me. Yeah, so white nonsense. Yeah, I when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, I got to bring this up on the podcast because this is, you know. That is the definition of white nonsense. Yep. Yep. Actually, I'm glad we're talking about white nonsense and, <laughs> Are you? and Jews and communism. Okay. So my to my dad, everybody is a communist pretty much. Oh, I hope I'm not. <laughs> eh, Jane Fonda, una comunista. Eh, What's the other one? Uh, Barbara Streisand, una comunista. And I'm like, Dad, she's not a communist. She only played a communist in the way we were. Like, oh, she was a communist in that? In the way we were, yeah. That's oh. why they broke up. I've never seen the movie. You've never seen the way we were? Okay, you know how I feel about Barbara Streisand. Okay, well, let me tell you something about Barbara Streisand. I'm not a fan of Barbara Streisand. I don't know most of her songs. Barbara Streisand, ni me da frío ni calor. right. But the way we were, the movie is actually really good. It's with her and Robert Redford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the no, song, I... that song is Wait, so nice. Wait, they break nice. up because she's a communist? Well, they break up because the thing is that he he's a veteran. 
Oh, okay, okay. And he's very into like patriot patriotism and his job. And I think he gets like a job in the Marines or in the Navy or Naval Academy or something. Mm -hmm. And and she's like a downright communist, like marching, you know. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Civil activist communist. Uh And that and obviously a lot of other things and timing just don't work out for them. The way we were at Barbara Streisand and um, Robert Robert Redford. It's actually a really nice movie. Oh, wow. Um, So my dad, no surprise here, is not a Bernie Sanders uh, fan. fan. Nope. No. Not at all. He's not not feeling the burn. He is not feeling the burn. <laughs> and every time que viejo eso sale por televisión, my dad's like, míralo ahí el perro. Comunista ese. And I'm like, oh. the guy has socialist ideas. Mm. Well, actually, no. Bernie Sanders does consider himself a socialist. Right, right. Um, but, you know, as I so tell them. you can them, see how your father would make but the I'm, connection. But as I tell them, I'm like, listen, M- Medicare is a socialist program. True. Um, um, Social Security is I mean it's called social right, right. security. It's a socialist program. Program. Right. Those are all socialist ideals or program, right. and that's different from the socialism you guys are talking that you initially felt in Cuba. But I'm getting off topic here. <laughs> Back to Bernie. Um, so actually, I did a little bit of research. Y el viejo este es un perro comunista. So yeah. wait, are you saying your father was right? My father was right, and I am going to quote him. So in 1980... You're, you're going to quote your father or you're going to quote Bernie Sanders? In 1985, okay. on Newsweek, Bernie Sanders... And in 1985, he was, what, 84? He was already a senator. He said that... Um, shit, where did the... <laughs> He pretty much, he explained that the Castro regime was successful because they had revolutionized society and they had given, oh no, because he started, this was in 1985, he started criticizing Ronald Reagan and the Reagan administration for wanting to remove, and the previous administrations for wanting to remove Fidel Castro. Okay. And Bernie Sanders responded in, in a way, he responded by saying that, you know, what this country Ronald Reagan Mm -hmm. failed to realize is that Cubans don't want Fidel Castro removed because Castro to them is a hero, championed their society, and gave them free healthcare and education. Wow. He was a god. And I was like, I I mean, Equinox should put him in the next ad. (laughs) I was like, Bernie, 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 you committed the biggest sin there is. No Tatreva need to campaign here. Don't, don't, even, don't here. even bother. Don't you're, bother. You're non grata. Don't cross the Broward line. Don't no even in Broward. A lot of, don't he, cross the West Palm Beach line. I would stay clear of the Tri County area <laughs> just to make sure. And I wouldn't go to I wouldn't go to Orlando or no. Tampa either. Yeah, it's so not Orange County and Hillsborough County, Pafuera right. también. You know, just stay out of Florida, I guess. <laughs> At this um, point. So So I was like, oh shit. He did say that. He did say that. And ahora está jodiendo in that campaign. I'm sorry. I don't feel the burn. Not even because. I didn't. I never cared for I, him. I never. He, 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 now he's attacking Elizabeth Warren. He attacked, you know. Is um, he attacking her? Yes. Because I heard there was a little, like, there was a tiff. Where, like, you, the tiff in the last debate. I, I they know. caught them open mic when the, when, when the debate ended. She Is that went, what it was? She went straight up to him. And in the debate, I said that you, you you called me a liar or something. In the like debate, that. when the debate ended, okay, and this is the debate, and right, everybody right. ended. And, still a hot and mic. They shook, they shook hands. The day it aired, uh-huh. you didn't hear it. 
you saw that Elizabeth Warren went up to him and he extended her hand and she didn't shake his hand. And she was saying something to him, but you didn't hear it. Right. The next day or shortly thereafter, um, it was a hot mic situation. Yeah. And she's like, did you call me a, did you call me a liar on national television? And he's like, he's like, Oh, let's not do this now. She's like, you called me a liar on national television. He's like, you know, you know, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to talk about this now. You know, we'll talk about it later. And like, yeah, they. Oh, wow. So they, what, what was it about? <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what statement it was because <laughs> okay. I didn't watch the debate. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, but, but yeah. So, you know, a lot of political hotheads say that, um, he cost uh, Hillary Clinton the camp- the election. I believe it because I don't know if you remember. He was like he went after Hillary Clinton like big time. Yeah, yeah, and and, and a lot of the votes went towards him. That and, would have probably went gone to. And Hillary. a lot of his Bernie people did his, not. His Bernie Bros. His Bernie Bros. Did not vote for her. So you know there could have been a different outcome. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I don't know. There's something about him que no me acaba de... Plus, he's like in his early 200s. I don't know. I, I I've never cared for him, so he's never been on the mm-hmm. presidential radar for him for me. Right. Like I've never taken him seriously. Um, um, I think it's great for Larry David. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. If you ever get sick, he can just have Bernie show up. No one will know. But difference. I've never taken him seriously. I think he's one of these people that I don't know. I don't know. It's funny because on the View. Oh, it is our season premiere. On the View, Whoopi Goldberg does not like him. Oh, no. Whoopi Goldberg was like, yeah, I lived in Vermont. College wasn't free. So I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) But they've got Ben and Jerry's. Bueno, enough about communist Bernie. Enough. El viejo comunista. We just started the year. I'm sure we'll talk about communism a lot in this election. Oh, my God. There's so much to talk about communism. Why does it always end in communism? (laughs) It doesn't matter cuanta vuelta nosotros damos. It's always always going to end end up in communism. It is. Anyway, um, bueno, it's kind of (laughs) hard to have this podcast. I'm surprised uh, it took this long for us to get here. Not talk about uh, the, uh, the elephant in the room, the impeachment hearings. So what do we think about that? So I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been following it, following it. Okay. Only because I know that they stream it live. Okay. And I'm at work and you know, it's like, I I can't. But when you get home, you don't get like a recap or whatever. I I kind of look through it, but I think at this point, I'm just more disappointted than anything with just the fact that A, we're having this whole thing Mm -hmm. because I think it's, regardless of what side of the fence you fall on, it's embarrassing. Okay. As a country. To have this, you know, have to have to be going through this, right? I mean, I think we can all agree on that. But I also have an issue, and I know, I think last year we, we talked about this. I know why it's being televised. 
you know, intelligently, I, I understand why, I get why, I can appreciate why, but I don't think it should be. Really? You don't think it should be televised? I don't think it should be televised only because I feel like what that is doing is it is giving these politicians a bizarre little platform. To, it's almost like they're all auditioning for their own reality show. Okay, I, I, I see that. You know what I mean? They're not, it's not about getting up there and being like, this is what we found and this is the evidence and they're going to try to prove blah, blah, blah. It's about like, you know, like... Nobody knew who Devin Nunez was prior to this and now they do. Right, like for example, right, yeah. right. For example, you know, it's everybody just being like, you know, well... <laughs> you know, it's like, no, 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 no. You grew up with this fucking Senate. You know, if I wanted that type of a freak show, I'd watch Andy Cohen. And I don't watch Andy Cohen because I hate Andy Cohen. <sighs> Sorry, Steph. You know, I'm not a fan. So that's why I, I, I try to limit what my exposure is to it and just kind of do the recaps, you know, like the back end of it. So you but feel we really that, just started this week, So you right? feel, yeah, but you feel then that like the whole process in terms of it not being televised, you feel that it... It, it would be more it, straightforward. It's, it's, it's kind of like everybody's looking for their moment in the spotlight mm -hmm. rather than authentically Correct. wanting to investigate, you know, the, Correct. Matter, the, the issue at hand. Everybody wants to be the headline on the umpteen online sites or on you know anderson cooper 360 or well or, that's just or, politics nowadays nowadays right, do you remember right. during the kavanaugh hearings like lindsey graham's like breakdown speech you know if you came to this town you know wanting honesty you know you are in a big you know whatever surprise because you ain't gonna get it here okay then you're part of the problem Lindsay. yeah exactly <laughs> like if you're not part of the solution you're part of the establishment <laughs> you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem Interesting. So that's that, that's my take on it. I mean, I think, and and the worst part about it, and I know you're way more you know a politic politicky person than me, but the worst part about it is that we've gone through all this sound and fury, signifying nothing. Well, actually, you know what? A lot of times, you 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 really have to listen to people who are not as involved in politics. People who are not involved in politics, the, that's the real America. I mean, most right. people are not. I mean, I'm a political junkie. I always yeah. have been since yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. a no, kid. No. Uh, but I realize that most people are not. And right. that's actually the angle that I feel that is most important, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, because right. that represents the average person in the U.S. Right. Joe the plumber. Joe the plumber. Who later? What was the whole thing with Joe the plumber? Like I remember now, he was used, I think, for one campaign, yeah, but then he, he turned. He on voted like for somebody else. Somebody else. Uh, you know, yeah. Whatever. In our case, it's Jose El Mecanico. So, I think I have so many opinions about the impeachment <laughs> hearing that I, it's like I don't even I'd be know where to start. Otherwise. I think it's a shit show on both sides. Right. Um, I mean, I made no secret here. I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal. I've been a registered Democrat since I registered to vote many years ago. Uh, <laughs> I always have fallen on the more uh, liberal side of the spectrum. And with that said, and, and again, that's but something I'm talking to you don't vote party ticket. I, I voted you for vote, Republicans before. Right. I voted you for vote Republicans before. On, on your, and right. look, I liked Obama, and I voted for Obama two years ago uh, for two terms, but I called this shit out when I didn't like, right. when he did something I didn't like. Right. So, because that's how politics should be, right? right? And I just think that this is such a political drama rather than an impeachment of a president that's why it's it's been done only a handful of times i right. think this is the third impeachment um in our and andrew, anyway. andrew jackson bill clinton and um well no uh, nixon nixon was never impeached oh he, he resigned. 
he resigned before it even went to. He this. resigned. Oh, before okay, 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 okay. He was never impeached. Yeah, everybody thinks he was impeached. Okay, he would have been. Okay, he would have okay. been, but he resigned. Um, but anyway, you know, the problem is a lot of people are not watching. I'm actually not watching. You know, I'm not watching. Oh, okay, I'm not watching because they're not going to remove him from office. The Senate is controlled by the Republicans. Right. They're not going to remove him from office. I mean, these are people who he has like insulted in public and still turn around and kiss his ass. So, so, so what do you think is going to happen? There's no chance of this being, you know, legit. Legit, like right. And, and they have said it themselves, like months, like back in de- yeah. early December, before all the evidence was gathered. Lindsey Graham said that he was not going to remove him from office. Um, Mitch McConnell this week passed a whole slew of regulations uh, where they're not, where they decided that they're only going to allow the evidence mm-hmm. that they want in. Which I mean, can you imagine that in a real trial? I was gonna say that's not how that's not how court works, right? But but the, the impeachment hearings don't follow no, the no, same. I get it. I get rules it. of civil procedure. I get it. But, but I'm but saying, but can you imagine like, in a regular right, trial right, that that right. I'm like the like, attorney? You're a rapist, and you're like, no, no, I don't want the testimony in because right? that's gonna so make me look bad. It's a shit show. It's a sham. I also kind of you know from the Dem- the Democrat side because I've thought about this for a really long time. Nancy Pelosi did not want to impeach the president. She didn't. And I'm so surprised that she did, quite frankly. You know why she did? Because she probably was feeling enough pressure from her own party to impeach the president. And I believe he is guilty for what he is being but that's almost, charged But with. that's almost beside the point. I, I do believe. And I think that she probably ended up doing it because she was getting a lot of heat mm-hmm. uh, for not moving fast enough on this particular issue. The mm-hmm. issue with the Ukraine correct, and correct, with holding correct. the money. And again, and I said this. In one of our yeah. episodes in last se- last year, the what he is hand, being charged right. for is an attempt crime. Right. Right? He allegedly asked the Ukraine for dirt on Biden mm-hmm. for like a quid pro quo. Like, right. you give me dirt on Biden and I'll give you your money. Right. I mean, it's essentially right. black. It, it, it's the, it's the, the, the average person equivalent of blackmail. You right. don't... You don't get charged with blackmail because you took the money. Uh, so, yeah, it's an attempt crime. And where I wanted to go with this is that, you know, the Constitution says that impeachment should be uh, for high crimes and misdemeanors. Right. Well, what does that really mean? High crimes and misdemeanors. That sounds right? like a novel. And it, it was vaguely worded because it's something that shouldn't just be tossed around any time a president I don't is like doing this guy. something. Yeah. I don't like this guy. You know, he's... You know, he's he doing stuff on his wife. I don't agree. He cheated on his right, wife, right. or maybe he's passing legislation that I don't like. And, you know, he is that improper conduct? You know, is it not? So that's one of the reasons why impeachment is something that's so sacred. It shouldn't be tossed around because, I mean, if you really come and think about it, you're removing somebody who was voted by the by the electorate you know the people the the people i mean indirectly technically but 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 yes so if we are going to remove someone there better be a damn a damn good reason and the problem and this is where i go back to my people and to the democrats (laughs) is that the moment he got um elected or he got in office oh, this is impeachable, and that's impeachable, and this is impeachable. You can't throw that term around because you know what happens? Everybody cried wolf. And now that he did something that arguably is impeachable and they have enough evidence to show that, nobody really cares. Nobody cares. Nobody really cares. cares. 
The public doesn't care because it's just something. That, you it's know, the one Mueller more report, headline. The Mueller report. Oh my God! When the Mueller report comes out, do it out. It's gonna show that you know he murdered half of you know whatever right. you know, and that <laughs> and that didn't happen. Right, right. Right. So what does that mean? So it, there's been such a cry wolf for such a long time that now we are in an actual impeachment. There's a hearing. There's like this trial right. going on of the president of the United States. And the most of the public is like, blah, meh. Well, but it's, it's a little bit of an extension of something that I think you and I have talked about before where it's like, if everything is offensive, if everything is this and everything is sexist and everything is racist and everything is this, when things truly do shit really does hit the fan, People are so tired, to your point, of hearing Wolf that they kind of go like, fine. Right. And and that's that's dangerous. So that is very dangerous. I want – actually, I implore everybody to watch Frontline on PBS. Okay. So – That's their, their – So Frontline news, is, right? is a documentary. It's like a oh. documentary magazine show on PBS okay. that has been going on for decades. And they've yeah. won all types of Emmys and awards because they're, they're very legit. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of pol- – I mean, they, they, they run the gamut in terms of subjects. But right. politically, specifically, they're pretty unbiased. Okay. Right? So they have this documentary that uh, premiered – actually premiered two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's called um, – the Great Divide, okay. Obama and uh, Trump, mm-hmm. and it starts at the end. the The documentary is it's two parts, and each part is two hours, so okay. it's four hours long. It's um, an investment, but I implore people to watch it because it starts with the inauguration of Obama and ends now right. with like right. election season. And what I liked about it was that. You know, it did Obama no favors. Like, they were very... Critical when they had to be. They were very critical when they had to be. They were like, look, you know, he passed the Affordable Health Care Act without any Republican support. So that's when Republicans really turned on him. Um, He did all these things that... uh, He signed executive orders left and right because the Republicans weren't working with him. Now, you can make the argument Mm -hmm. in in defense of Obama that, yes, he passed all these executive orders and he passed the Affordable Health Care Act without any Republican... um, Support. You can make the argument that he did that because Mitch McConnell, when Obama became president, said our one goal term. is yeah. to make the him a, a one first term, term a one yeah. term president. Yeah. And there is video of Mitch McConnell saying this. Right. This is right. not hearsay. Uh, right. Hearsay. This is not like uh, oh no, that's not really what he said. Right. No, that is right. what he said, and there is video of him saying that. Right. And it kind of goes through like the whole Obama presidency how. Mm-hmm. Republicans became so and so upset at this. And then, you know, a lot of middle America was like, you know, he's passing the Affordable Health Care Act and all these things, mm-hmm. and this is not the way it should be. So it pissed off a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, even though Obama's very liked, and I, I liked him, and I think he did great things, you know, there are a lot of things that you could pinpoint in his presidency right. and say, you know, maybe he should have handled it a different way, right? Right. right. But then... Now we come into the Trump years. And what's really good about this documentary and why I implore people to watch it is because they interviewed everybody and their mother. Steve Ban- <laughs> Steve Bannon, um, a Kellyanne Conway, the Mooch, the one who was played by Melissa McCartney. Como se llama? Um, uh, they, Spicer, Sean Spicer. They interview Megan Kelly from Obama's team. They interview uh, uh, Valerie. 
Itavali, Jarrett, um, they interviewed other Obama advisors. So they interviewed a bunch of people for this documentary. And Steve Bannon, coming from the mouth of Steve Bannon, tells you, who was the CEO of of the Trump campaign, he said that his goal was to run on division in america that he was going to exploit the division on in america right. and and you know use, really use that, yeah. punch how divided we are to make trump win so that's one of the reasons why like with with uh megan kelly mm-hmm. they interviewed megan kelly and megan kelly was like look i asked him what this was the whole megan kelly and trump thing was based on one, one question, question yeah which she was like he answered i think he did a fine job answering right and then the next day breitbart which was run by, by steve, steve bannon, bannon yeah it was doing one story after another after another on Megyn Kelly. Right. Right. Attacking her. And that did this whole media thing. Right. That's what and, generated. And he's, he was like, we were going to hammer her. Right. And then obviously there comes Twitter and social media. Right. All, everybody in Twitter was like, oh, she's a bitch. And oh, you know, she's a woman. And, you know, put that woman where she deserves making all these terrible comments right. about Megyn Kelly. And he's like, yeah, I kept pushing that hammer. And. When Fox News got involved, Roger Ailes called yeah. Steve Bannon and said, hey, you need to cut this out because she's getting death threats and stuff. Right. He was like, that's not my problem. She needs to get over it. So that's like the, you know, this is... Like that's where we're at right now. The, the ideology that right. this man who was running the Trump campaign was doing. And it's really interesting because he said, which I I had noticed this, but I didn't know that the the logistics behind it mm-hmm. he's like if you notice all of trump's speeches and all his rallies including his inaugural speech is about dividing america it's us versus them oh well yeah if you're, if you're either with us or against us right yeah, yeah yeah the only speech of his which he was like this is now time for everybody to come together right, right. and america to unite you know there's one america was the speech that he gave the night he won the election and that speech was not written by steve bannon because apparently, you know, within the like the See, you know yeah. the craziness and the of late the election night, night, and night, and late yeah, night yeah. he didn't get to write that speech. And it's true when you watch that that speech, that Trump sense. is a puppy. He's like, you know, now it's time for America to come united. And right. So I, I implore people to watch it because mm-hmm. I think it will, you know, it it really impartially gives a reality of where we are and. You know, as I've said this... To a degree, we're here because I, it's been manufactured. I, I've, I've said this a, a lot on the show. This is not anymore about policy. You know, we could agree and disagree on policy all day long. Right. That's fine. That's he- That's even healthy. That's absolutely healthy. The, the, the problem here now, it's that politics now... Politics has always been a dirty game, but now... It's, it's your identity. It's, it's, it's becoming toxic and it's separating people and people are bec- are starting to hate other people that's what i'm saying it's almost become like your personality right where before it was just like i voted for this guy yeah the other guy sucks yeah guy's an asshole whatever but you kind of like left it at that you know whatever but now it's like oh you're a trump voter that means that you're this 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 right. oh well you you're a oh, that means that you hate our country and, and you're and, and, and it's it, like when did like it's these extremes and like, it, los malo, it's happened on both sides yeah. Oh, I yeah, consider, yeah i'm as liberal as they come and i feel that sometimes even liberals like if you're not like completely left wing like hugging a tree there, and drinking kombucha know, yeah you know it's like i don't agree with the green new deal of that of aoc past i think it's unrealistic i mean i'm sure that there's liberals who will probably call me you know 
know, a right wing extremist, right. you know, <laughs> because I don't think the Green New Deal. I mean, I'm totally for passing legislation to to help right, climate right. change and we need to do something about it. But I don't think her plan is feasible. Right. right? There's no there's room, no compromise. There's no compromise. There's right, no room right. for discussion. And and that's a very, very dangerous place to be in. So, again, I implore people to watch that and, you know. The impeachment. You know who's uh, also having a, a bad week? Well, a good or bad week. Depends on perspective sometimes. So, ¿qué me dices tú de Harry? You know, it's funny because I was telling you this a little earlier. And you know I have a soft like, spot for Megan. I know you have a soft spot for them. And, it, you know, I don't have anything against them. I... I just think it again. It doesn't affect the impeachment affects my life, you know, to to a degree. I don't even pay the taxes that support these people. I don't even live in Canada, um, which is you know a British territory. Commonwealth. Commonwealth. I just think it's hilarious. Where if you boil it down, you know, married father of newborn wants to move out of his grandmother's house, and it becomes a big deal. I mean, okay. like, like, don't break it down like that, Mister <laughs> Pop Culture, because but too, I'm saying, you know, because, but, but because, I'm saying, but it's like, but it becomes this like huge deal where it's just like, but it, what I mean by that is that I don't understand even from a royal perspective. It's like he just wants to go off and live in another, you know, another place. Like, okay, don't him. downplay <laughs> pop culture, sir, because you in 2007 had a part-time job defending Britney Spears. <sighs> Let me tell you something. That was a rough year for that both was of a us. Rough year. And for me and her. You, you didn't claim that on your income taxes. I did not. I did not. No, but you know, but see, I had to give up. I, and, I told you because I'm like, it's becoming a full time job. And, and, and you know, Britney Spears didn't affect your everyday life, or did she? She did. A little more than, than Harry and Meghan did. I will say that. I will say, Britney, you know what it is right now. Um, but. Again, it's and it's not it's not like that. I'm not trying to be Morrissey about it, you know, and and be like, you know, good one less royal, but let them go live in Canada, whatever. Let them live wherever the hell they want to live. I mean, it's I, I've never understood, and I, that, on some weird level, I'm fascinated with it, like with the crown and all of that, mm-hmm. seals inner workings, because it's they're a family, but in some weird way, they act as complete. Like there's a formality. It's duty. It's duty on, on top of that everything. I, that else. I can't understand. No, well, no, 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 no. I can't wrap my head around it. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's just because you know we didn't grow up in that in that culture, or also maybe it's because actually as Hispanics, especially coming from Cuba, where you know you had people torn apart by like if you're communist, like that was all you. It was duty. You know what I mean? And I and I can't understand how somebody can put duty. I keep saying duty, it's like poop. Um, you know, regardless of whether it's with the royal family or with government or with politics or whatever, you know, above your family. I don't, I, 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 I think it's fascinating. It is um, fascinating. I, I've loved the history of the monarchy and especially of England. Well, you've seen my library. I have books and yeah, books yeah. about the British monarchy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've it's, always been slightly it's, it's fascinated by it. It's your thing. Um, I think that as Americans, now, now we're talking as Americans. Correct, correct, Cuban. correct, right. Um, as Americans, you know, remember we come from England. Like, well, it's true. We, that yes. really is kind of the motherland, and it's certainly the motherland in part of our culture, right? Yeah. So, you know, we are going to kind of always be interested in. You know, and what what's those going distant on relatives are doing the, with the what the Brits are up to, right? right you know, right, all the we're right. traders, right? We are. We come <laughs> the Fourth of July is Happy Trader Day, Happy Treason Day, uh, yeah, Happy Treason yeah, Day, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's always 
I think that that's probably why the Americans have always had some type of an interest in the monarchy. And then obviously Diana, Princess Diana, right. blew that to like another proportion. Yeah. That, and now you know, Megan and being then, American. Yeah, right. And then obviously now with Megan, right. we have a vested have a interest Kelly in situation. Yeah. You know, I wanted to bring this up because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I mean, look, this is not like world shattering news right, that like, right, right. you know, like an, being, like an impeachment, an impeachment or, or, or like Iran a, or, or, you know, war or anything right, like that. Right. But I wanted to, to bring this up because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, which I hate when people say this. Oh, you know, they're rich and they're famous. What do they have to, you know, be upset about? But you oh, yeah, know what? Because you have no problem. You have to remember right. that when you are in the spotlight every day, you know, around the world, it, it, it gets to you for a while. And yeah. Meghan Markle. I don't know. Look, I have been following, and I've said this in the in the podcast forever. I've been following Meghan Markle for close to ten years now because she was on my favorite show, Suits. Uh, Rachel Zane, and she had a very big part on that show. And prior to her being with um, Harry, she was like a really classy girl. She had a lifestyle blog called The Tig. You know, she was a foodie. Yeah. You know, she was very into like food culture and all very, that stuff. She was a culture girl. She, she yeah. seemed like a very nice girl. She was involved in a lot of humanitarian, this was yeah. way before Harry, exactly. and a lot of humanitarian efforts, especially towards women. Mm-hmm. Um, you oh, know, wait, didn't she as a child write a letter to... She wrote to a letter to, I believe, a dish uh, company? A I don't dish know, or it detergent. It but was either Palmolive or Dawn yeah, or one yeah, of those. about... Uh, because the commercial said, oh, women love the new palm olive. Right, right. And she said, no, that it shouldn't be women. And they changed the commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I wanted to compare, Mm -hmm. and people could go look this up themselves, the press that Kate... Oh, I saw that the other day. Versus Megan. Okay, so this is some of it. I saw, yeah. So these are comparisons of similar situations between Kate and Megan. So when Kate was pregnant, mm-hmm. like most pregnant women do, they start right. rubbing their belly. Holding their stomach, right? This was a, a, a headline. Mm-hmm. Not long to go, pregnant Kate tenderly cradles her baby bump while wrapping up her do- royal duty- duties ahead of maternity leave. Okay, very, very docile, very, you know. This is Megan's. Okay. Megan doing the same thing, right? Why can Megan Markle keep her hands off her bump? Experts tackle the question that has got the nation talking. (laughs) Is it pride, (laughs) vanity, or acting as a new bonding technique? Right? Wow. So, on avocados. And these are major. These are major British publications. And you know we hear our experts about avocados. <laughs> avocados. These are like major right, right, British right, right, publications. Right, right. Like the, these are not, it's not like, the tabloids. It's not like a clarin. Well, we right. love a clarin. We would never. Right. Know. Right. But you know what I mean. It's like it's, it's, these are established. It's like saying the times. Yes. Okay. So on a on a <laughs> Kate's morning sickness cure. Prince William gifted the Duchess, the pregnant Duchess, an avocados. You know, so obviously avocados made her feel better. Okay. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know they could. Megan Markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse, drought, and millennial Oh, shame. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. An avocado is a human rights abuser? Because apparently the harvesting of the... Oh, okay. okay. This is my favorite one. <laughs> better than that? Yes. So, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I got to find it. Hold on, hold on. No, no, this was not. El aguacate. El aguacate. Oh. And this was from the Daily Mail, which is like a major, like, again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Publication. So, when William and Kate got married, right. headline, why can't, why can you always say with flowers? 
A floral code popular in Victorian times is making a comeback thanks to our royal newlyweds. It was about a specific flower that okay. Kate was holding. Um, and how it became popular again. Right, that specific flower. Okay. So okay. they were saying, you know, you can always say it with flowers of how beautiful the, her, that type of flower mm-hmm. was. Megan used the same flower at her wedding. <laughs> the same flower. And she used it in her bouquet and on the little crowns for see, the see, little see. girls. Royal wedding. How Meghan Markle's flowers may have put Princess Charlotte's life at risk. Oh, God. <laughs> and and yeah, then, like, another one, another I one, another one. I could go on and on. Uh, when they, prior to them getting married, you know, they got married at the Abbey. Right. So, you know, it's an old church. So, headline. Um, the Duchess of Cambridge requested her favorite scented candles and toiletries from a luxury brand, Joe Malone, to be delivered to be the official scent at the Abbey for their wedding. Okay. Okay. That was the headline. That's for Kate. For Kate. For Megan. Kicking up a stink. Victorial bride Megan <laughs> oh! wanted air fresheners for musty 15th century St. George Chapel, but the palace said no. So when you see this type of stuff, like we're here laughing about it, you know, but when you are the one who's caught in the middle of this, right, right. you know, it's terrible. There was also a publication um, that posted a picture, which this is awful. It's just absolutely awful of Megan and Harry leaving the hospital with a monkey. I mean, do you know how offensive, wow. how horrible that is? And this is all stuff that they have to deal with. Right. Right? So you know what? Good for them. He's not going to be king anyway. I mean, he's sixth in line. And you know what? Let them live their life. And then for them, and them being financially independent, i.e. you go people talking on both sides of their mouth. You know, what do, what do people always criticize about the monarchy? Oh, you know, our taxes pay for, you right. know, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Now, these people are saying that they they're want gonna go to go and be independent. Independent. And yeah, of course, their fame comes over the fact that he's freaking a, 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 a prince, prince. Yeah. diana's son so what i mean you know kim kardashian started her empire because of a sex date right you know right like, we all <laughs> everybody has a beginning you know what i mean we all use our skills <laughs> well hell yeah wouldn't they're gonna, you they're gonna use their status to make money that they're making money on themselves not the taxpayers it's like getting put that just leave them alone and let that's, them live that's my their point life. like you know what just go to canada have poutine they'll be fine you know what it's time for are we thirsty? Is this it's, our first last soda of 2020? Is, it is our first last soda of 2020. Are you giving it to the Heifer Corporation Aww. to start off the I year? should, but but I'm not. Um, do you want to go first? or do No, you I've talked enough. First? You go first. You, <laughs> when have you ever said you've talked enough? <laughs> no, no. There's been times <laughs> in my life that I've been like, oh, you know, I talked a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to give my last soda. Siding. <laughs> Kmart. Ames. Las Americas Central Plaza. Mervyn's. A Galloping Lobster Restaurant. A Don Francisco. <laughs> a Lily's Fashion. Donde se Lula's la... Fashion. No, Lili... no, there was Lily's Fashion. Really? Donde se I remember se... Lily's Records. No. There was Lily's Fashion. Uh-huh. Donde se vestían las modelos de Sábado Gigante. And then there was Lula's Fashion that would have these commercials. They'll be like, Juego de Blusa 299. <laughs> oh my God. You know it was hilarious? <laughs> In Shits Creek, when he remodeled the blouse barn <laughs> and ended up going ostrich in the middle of the blouse barn. Anyway, I digress. Go ahead. So my last soda is going to, is going to go to a business. It's a it's a small local business. Um, if I remember correctly, they are located. Actually, yes, they are located in California, and it's called Meathead Movers. Okay. 
Now, Meathead Movers started their business in 1997. They were high school athletes who were just trying to earn some extra cash. So basically, they would usually charge like $20 in a pizza, but they grew the business. Um, you know, they, they are a legit company now. But they're saying that as the business grew, they would occasionally get like these frantic phone calls from women with little or no money who wanted to quickly move out because they were in abusive situations and they were trying to find somebody who could just show up on a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. And help them move out. So as a result of that, they now offer this as a service in um, Santa Barbara, Ventura, Orange, Los Angeles, and San Diego counties. Whenever they open up a new office, the first thing they do within the first week is that they go to the local women's shelters Mm -hmm. and make themselves known that they offer this service. So that when women find themselves in these situations where they're trying to leave their abusers, they can reach out to the women's shelters. And then what they do is they coordinate um, between everybody. They also bring a police uh, car to, you know, just in case the person comes back early. Mm-hmm. And they coordinate everything to help these women move out. And they do it free of charge. Oh, wow. So I, you know, I, I think that's definitely something where these people have had success. They have a, you know, great business. And they are, they're really just giving back to a community. So I want to give my last soda to, you know, meathead movers because. It's something as as simple as like, you know, helping somebody move out of their house in that moment, you know, which you don't think about, you know, a lot of times it's like, no, just get out, just go. Yeah. But if you've got kids, you've got things, you know, Um, and so they are definitely giving back. And so I want to give them a shout out. Well, there we go. Well, ah, I'm thirsty, too. I know. I know you're very thirsty. So I was actually I was thinking of who to give my uh, season premiere soda to. The opportunities I, are endless, really. Yeah, um, and I'm glad that you picked a more philanthropic one okay. because I'm picking a more <laughs> frivolous one. Okay, I gotta give our last soda to a show I binge watched during our break, and I can't get enough of, which is Cuna de Lobo. <laughs> the Cuna de Lobo. <laughs> yes, Cuna de Lobo con la tuenta. <laughs> Catalina Creek. Um, wow, to Shit's Creek. Oh, I love me some shit's Creek. I got to tell you, Moira should have a, her own podcast. Can we make this happen? <laughs> we'll, just, we'll write Catherine O'Hara's people. <laughs> okay, for those of you who haven't seen Shit's Creek, so basically it's a rich family that they lose all their fortune and they end up in a town called Shit's Creek. And it's a long story, but they had bought the town years earlier. Right. So it's one of the few assets they were able to keep. So they end up living in a motel, but these characters are ridiculous. And it's with, um, a Eugene Levy, U- Eugene Levy and his son, uh, Dan yeah. Levy. Mm-hmm. And they are, they're the ones who write, wrote and produce the and show. They created it. And they created it. It's freaking insane. But to me, they're all funny. All of them yeah. are funny. But to me, the character of Moira, uh, played by, uh, Catherine O'Hara is one of the, greatest like all-time tv characters because she is just i i can't explain her (laughs) so if you go to youtube there's like a whole video about her vocabulary (laughs) about the words that she uses like how she how she speaks her dialect yes like not only the accent but like the words she uses oh like her the actual vocabulary yeah the actual vocabulary and the show is just hilarious like you will literally laugh out loud like funny and they're they're all hilarious i mean yeah, yeah, she's yeah. my favorite but when the show started dave 
he kind of got on my nerves, but now like he's you up get there it. with her. Like, like yeah. he's always like, oh my god, he's so flustered. Like <laughs> I want to open up my my apothecary. <laughs> oh my gosh, like it's always like something. Like did anybody turn on the lights? Like. <laughs> No, you're not supposed to drink the body milk. <laughs> Doesn't anybody care? <laughs> Doesn't anybody use facial moisturizer around here? <laughs> like, I just, I, I love it. So, for those of you who want to escape, yes. you know, yeah, what all the bullshit out there yeah. that's going on in politics, just binge watch Shit's Creek. Yeah. It is insanely hilarious like i hadn't i hadn't come across a show that flat out funny in, in a while yeah no it's absolutely one of the funniest shows out there and it's it's currently in its final season i think now yes but you netflix can, has netflix. the first yeah. five seasons yep. and then pop is airing the, the final. final season but you said that pop is airing it like week by week i mean like normal right it, yeah, yeah, yeah right so you could binge watch the first five seasons yeah so there's a lot of shit's creek for you to enjoy. There's a lot of shit to enjoy. So yeah. So go watch it, guys. It's hilarious. And you will be speaking like Moira. I can't do her accent. It nobody can. She is a national, she is a binational treasure. Canada not, not because she's bisexual, she, no, but because Canadian American. Yes. Canadian American. We thought Alanis Morissette was a binational treasure. No. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. She's the true definition. And she was there first. And she was there first. She was there so, first. Well, that was episode ninety four. Our first episode of twenty twenty. Whoop whoop. So that was fun. Love it. Everybody, thank you so much. Thank you for coming along the ride on and continuing for third three seasons yes. now. As we said earlier, we have a lot of stuff coming up this season this year. Um, I mean, we're really we're excited. Like really excited. It's kind of like when people go to talk shows and they're like, Oh, I have all so these, many projects, all these projects, but oh, what are they? Oh, I can't really talk about them right, yet. Right. Yeah, we're, we're in that, that yeah, because we're kind of in the like you know, in the preliminary, preliminary, yeah, like yeah. we're in the talk. Yeah. You know, kind of talking, discussing, <laughs> negotiating part of it. But we are. We're going to have a lot of fun. We are gonna. We already have lined up some fun guests. Yeah, we got some cool shit coming. Uh, uh, there may be some travel involved again this year. So, um, yeah. Fun yeah. times ahead. Absolutely. So, everybody, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, as always, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. Remember to grab your patelito, your croqueta, and your jupiña. And that was episode 94, our season premiere. Woo! 2020, season three. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Bye, mi gente. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 